0: Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker.
1: Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast again. We're filled with ideas of encouraging older people to finish well in their lives that was paul's mission as you remember in second timothy uh, chapter 4 verse 7 uh, i have kept the faith i have finished the course uh, are we focused on finishing life well not just this season this christmas season we're in right now as we make this podcast but all of our lives whether we're in our last decade our last two decades our last I mean, we we don't know, but we do have a sense of mission, and we want to complete that mission. So here's an idea that I want to throw out, and I'm going to defer to Randy then to help us develop it. Listen to this phrase: "You are enough. You are enough to finish life well." God has given us a mission, and He has equipped us to think about life. And finish it well. That's why you think about Jesus and his mission, three years of ministry. He was enough, and he entrusts that ministry to us. And the first thing we want to say is you're enough. You you have the resources. You you have a sense of mission for yourself. You are enough to finish well. So welcome, Randy, again. I I love interacting with these topics with you. So Uh, bring us up to speed and what you're thinking about when we think about this phrase, you are enough. And let's be intentional about finishing life. Well,
0: hi, Hal. And, and, uh, good morning to you. Uh, we're having fun with these podcasts, aren't we? We are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, we've, we tried to bounce back and forth between, um, a topic that we feel is important and, uh, Serious enough to merit some time on doing a podcast on it and uh, and and uh, and try to also find ways to be lighter about things sometimes. But I think in this case, what we're saying is that uh, you can be. I think some, if not many in our audience can be, be get a little hung up on the idea that I have to kind of join in this group or join in this, this, I have to sign up for this audience, this, uh, finishing well thing. And, uh, and then I have to go through basic training and then I have to go through advanced training and then I have to, uh, earn a degree or two. And then maybe I can get out there and be somebody that's, uh, that's on the finishing well track. And we're, We're just here to encourage you uh, as much as we possibly can that we don't see things quite that way, that how we see you as a potential finishing well track person is that you bring to the party wherever you are in your life, if you are or certainly if you're 65 or older you you know you do it but even in your 40s and 50s you've got a ton of life experience behind you you've got a ton of family experience behind you you've got bunches of experience maybe in being a a believer in a church and so we we say to you you've got it already you've got the perspective you need Maybe we want to sharpen that a little bit and polish it a little bit. But we feel like you bring to the party all that you need to be a part of our Finishing Well Warrior group. If you want to look at us as a special group, great. Uh, But what we want to do is be good good, uh, ambassadors and warriors for the Lord. And in being an ambassador, we simply feel like you need to share your heart with other people? Why is it that you believe what you believe? Um, Why is it that that makes you feel more comfortable, more at peace, and more secure? So we simply say to you, Mr. or Ms. um, Finishing Well, potential person, you are enough, as you are right now. You are enough. What we want you to do is use what you bring to the party to, well, two things to serve others and to give glory to the Lord. And in so doing, guess what? There's a third component to that. You're going to find joy like you never found before. That's our full belief in you. So, what we're trying to do with our ministry is give those of you out there who are in the so-called last quarter of your life maybe the last third how which way do we want to go with that do we have a do we have, do we have a finality on that or are we we're, we're open aren't we
1: yeah we're we're open wherever you're at you're enough wherever so. you're at
0: and we want to include those of you who are a little bit ahead of that also because many of you are interested in what i think i'm going to be or what i think i'm going to do with my life when i'm not spending 8 10 12 hours a day at my you know in my work spot or doing what i do right now to to make a living and so what is that going to be or when or if not making a living in managing my family. Uh, and when I'm done with that, when, when my kids are out of the house, when I am, through God's blessing, able to retire, um, then what? Then what? And so we as a ministry feel like that's an important question to answer for yourself. And we would like to encourage you in ways, uh, every possible way we can, to to look at that as a new opportunity, a big opportunity, a God-ordained opportunity, a God-planned opportunity for you. And if you begin to grasp that that plan is is a, a plan for you that goes beyond what you even thought about. But the Holy Spirit is whispering in your ear some things about what you might be able to do and want to do. And that actually you would find a being not a, uh, you know, not I have to do this because I have to keep serving, but a joyful service to the Lord that just inspires you along the way. That kind of thing is what we are, we're talking about. Uh, is it hard to find? Maybe. To be to be perfectly honest, uh, it may take time. It may not happen instantaneously. It may take some a little bit of reflection and prayer. Am I right, Hal? It yes. may take a little time. It might not just come like a like a zap uh, to me that now I know what I want to do. But once I get in the mode of asking the question. What do I want to do? How do I want to get into a lifestyle of um, encouragement? How do I want to get into a lifestyle of inspiration? How do I want to get into a lifestyle of lifting up somebody besides me? How do I want to do that? And if I don't see an instantaneous or like I said zap kind of answer to that, the point would be that maybe the Lord wants me simply to get up off the seat I'm in and go stand on the dance floor and wait for the wait for the music and, and wait for the dance to start. or another analogy is to go down to the playing field and get on it and wait for the play to be given to me in my ear of what I need to do. And that may take a little time. Here's what I need to do while I'm, while I'm taking that time though. I need to know in my heart of hearts that I don't need to go through a ton of study. I don't need to go, you know, through uh, additional degrees in something. To be ready for that. What the Lord wants me to do is to use my life. Everybody's life is different. And everybody's life has enough significant ingredients in it that the Lord wants you to be able to use what you've got. To be a really valuable player in your fourth quarter using what you've already got. So that's kind of what You Are Enough is all about, Hal, is thinking through encouragement that I am enough as I stand here. I just have to find the right venue to use it in. I have to find, and I'm not, I, I, there's possibilities, there are possibilities, I agree, Hal, that I can misinterpret what, even what, I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying right now could be misinterpreted to mean what I need to do is use what I did at work. That's what you're saying, Randy. Just use what my skills are at work uh, and go go find another so-called job in a ministry somewhere, but do it as a volunteer. Isn't that what you're saying? Well, if that winds up being what it is, yes, that's fine. But that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you have gifts the Lord has given to you. Whether you recognize them or not right now, maybe some of them are being applied at your work. Uh, But I'm talking about gifts that go beyond your work. Gifts that you have as a part of your makeup. Gifts that you have as a part of your interests. Gifts that you have as part of your what you do, what you would do in your spare time, if you could, that you love to do, but using it, using it to serve in a lifting up process to help others. That's what we're talking about. And you, so that might take your time to pray about, think about, reflect on, and try to figure out, okay, Randy, if you're saying I've got some gifts that I, yeah, I do have some things that I like to do. I do have some things that I think I'm pretty good at. Uh, I think I'm a pretty good you know cook. Uh, I, I, you know, my job had nothing to do with cooking, but I wonder if I could apply myself in, in, in with my cooking skill somewhere uh, to help somebody else out. Or I wonder if I could just cook food and take it to people. I don't know. I love to do that. Anyway, you see, there are ways, folks, of looking at yourself in a different light. Because whatever you love to do, it might be knitting, and I can knit sweaters for people. Um, it, 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 it might be, um, man, I love using my tools in the garage to do woodwork. It might be building something, small gifts for people. Um, whatever it is, folks, we're just talking about you using your gifts for somebody else that brings joy to them as well then as to you. That's what I'm talking about, Hal.
1: Well, I think it's a powerful concept. Uh, Let me just say a few things and interact with it together. Number one, if we're following Jesus, really, there's no need, in a sense, for a parachurch organization because we'd all be doing what God wants us to do all the time. So the challenge is in parachurch ministries and even new ideas in local church ministry is that the world shapes us and I think of Romans 12:2 be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God for your life after you finish your career working wise whether you work for X company or Y company or teaching school or whatever it is, our world says you are retired. So who is the one who helps you sharpen your thinking about what God wants you to be and to do in those retirement years following, you know, those hours you gave to that project, your life, teaching school, being a physician, whatever it is, being a pilot, You know, what is it that God wants you to do now? And our culture says you're retired. Jesus says, you know, you're my servant. You're my disciple. I want you to follow me and I want to use everything you're gifted. I have gifted you to be and to do through everything you've learned in life, through everything you've gone through. And now I want to take you into new dimensions, but I never want you to stop Persevering for me goes back to Philippians 3, where Paul says, I want to press on. I want to lay hold of that for which Christ laid hold of me in my retirement years more now than ever before. For me as a person, for me in my marriage, for me in my family, for me in my church, whatever it is. So that's the sense, the mission that I think finishing well ministries fits. But like I say, you, you're enough you don't need Finishing Well Ministries except as a source of encouragement. I think about that in my my life. My dad never knew of Finishing Well Ministries, and he finished well, dying in his 52nd year of cancer. My mother finished well, and she died at the age of 96, continuing to disciple women and encourage them. So in that sense, Finishing Well ministry, you don't need it at all. But there is a sense in how God works in our lives, and that's how we started, and we, we have a sense of mission of encouraging older people in the second half of life, the third half of their life, uh, you know, to finish well in life, and your message is you have enough, and I think the best thing that finish well ministries could do is reaffirm that and give people continued tools and encouragement to press on and finish well. Is that fair? That's fair, Hal. Thank
0: you. You know, I might just add one little point. The you are enough is especially true in your family, especially true in your family. You know, there is no additional uh, seminary work, college work, uh, (laughs) getting another degree in something that's going to make a difference there. It's who you are to your family right now that's important, and that who you are, if it hasn't been uh, as close as you want, or it hasn't been the example you really want, there's time to change that right now. There's time to move into that stage of being a finishing well uh, example, life lifestyle uh, to them, to your adult kids, to your grandkids, to your great grandkids, to your other relatives. And uh, we prioritize family. Number one, as uh, as a mission field, but we also say that uh, one of the things you can do in just bringing what you who you are is to find out who they are. And that's your probably your task number one is to make sure you know who your family is, and uh, then use who you are, even though you feel you're not getting your message through to them, or you're not making much difference, you're making much more of a difference through who you are in the family, through being that grandparent or great-grandparent than you could possibly imagine. So we want to encourage you just to be who you are, but to be in a, maybe just a slight turn of the dial on how you behave with them, to honor them more by listening to them more and by encouraging them more even in whatever degree of challenge and difficulty you're facing for yourself even in the midst of that still trying to to encourage them and 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 encourage them to understand that you are that you are using the lord as your you know as your source of strength as your source of joy as your source of guidance and that will make a difference. That alone will make a difference to them.
1: Uh, let me wrap this up uh, a different way here. You know, you are enough means that you yourself have the insight that these are important years. We don't live forever. Uh, our years are winding down. The aging process happens. We're looking at Less of our lives than we've already lived. It's intrinsic to human nature. It's intrinsic in the spiritual life. I think of Moses in Psalm 90, so teach me to number my days. I think of Joseph finishing in Genesis 50 at age 110. Uh, Joshua, the same way. I mean, life goes towards its intended goal. We don't live forever. I remember reading this in Stephen Covey, living with the end in view. I mean, I don't know that I thought about that much, biblically speaking, until I heard him talk about that in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective." I mean, but it's there. It's there. It's intrinsic in the scriptures. It's been there since Genesis 1. You know, it's there in every character in the Bible. Well, Abraham, I mean, uh, the New t- John writing his gospel of Revelation the revelation of Jesus Christ in his early 90s. I mean, we're all in this finishing well process, and I love your idea, Randy, you're enough. So, you know, that's our, that's our encouragement today. Look at your life. You are enough to finish well. What the Spirit of God wants to do in you is the most important thing that you can be about in these critical years of life as you live it out through the finish line. You know, I I do want to quote, uh, J.I. Packer has been influential in my mind. I had a privilege of studying with him for a week, a couple years ago. And in his little book, uh, Finishing Our Course with Joy, he has this quote, which just rivets me. Using an athletic example of running, he says this, runners in a distant race always try to keep something in reserve for a final sprint. And my contention is that, so far as our bodily health allows, we should aim to be found running the last lap of the race of our Christian life, as we would say, flat out. The final spirit, the final sprint, so I urge, should be a sprint indeed. Anyways, I think that's, we're enough. We're in a race. It's coming to a conclusion at some point So let's finish it well. And that's our mission. Uh, So pray for Finishing Well Ministries. Uh, The best thing you could do is keep doing it right where you're at. You're enough in your own church, in your own community. Uh, Take what God is stirring in your heart and communicate it to others. You know, the New Testament calls this making disciples. What God is doing in your life, share it and Encourage others to be doing the same thing. That's what discipleship is. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men, reaching out, sharing the gospel in our lives, sharing and the encouragement with your fellow believers, men and women around you and your families. And let's be light for Jesus Christ in these critically important years. So pray for us, encourage us, and may God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.